Welcome to Radiating Change Podcast. Today's episode is entitled, Are You a Player on the Court or Are You a Referee? Today I have a very special guest and I am so excited. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Radiating Change Podcast. I am your certified health coach and the host of this podcast. Today, I want to introduce you to a very, very special guest who holds a special place in my heart, someone who I am so excited to announce, my brother, associate pastor of Focus on Christ, Church of Restoration. He's an entrepreneur, an MC and announcer at Rucker Park in Harlem, New York, where it gets different when he's on, other <laughs> none other than my bro, Larry A.G. Jr. What's up, bro? What's up, what's up? God bless everybody. How's everybody doing? Uh, thanks for having me on. Appreciate you. Proud of you. What you're doing with the podcast is awesome. Uh, thank you. No problem. It's a pleasure to have you. And I'm thankful that you had some time just to chat with me today. Um, today's podcast is entitled, Are You a Player on the Court or Are You a Referee? So I want to know from you, what comes to mind when you hear that question? Um. Are you a player on the court or are you a referee? Uh, what comes to my mind simply is, are, are, you, are you really in tune with the game? Whether Whatever sport it may be, basketball, football, baseball, are you really in tune with the game? Are you so much worried about the, what's the outside noise or what's going on that you're not focused on the task at hand? I love that you said that. Or are you worried about the outside noise? than the task that's at hand. So what I did was, you know me, I like to find uh, definitions of different things just to get a different perspective. So um, I went to the encyclopedia and I found the meaning of what uh, a player is. So they define the definition and nature of uh, professional athletes by someone who have achieved top standing in their chosen field through years of training. So professional athletes are people with natural talent, stamina, and competitive drive. They have excellent reflexes, coordination, and are well-disciplined when it comes to rigorous practice and training. Most professional athletes have risen from the ranks of fine amateur athletes. So now we have the amateur athletes who play for the joy of competing and winning occasionally for awards, such as Olympics or schools or colleges, clubs, tournaments, different things like that. But unlike mm. amateurs, professional athletes actually get paid for what they do, right? Mm. So the thing that stood out to me was um, in defining what's a player is they said for a professional, they have a competitive drive. Why is having a competitive drive necessary? Um, if, if you don't have a competitive drive, you're not going to take what you're doing serious. Um, that's like for you, in your case, you're doing a podcast. There's a million people doing podcasts right now, right? What is a competitive drive that keeps you going? And I'm pretty sure it's your content. It's you offering things that somebody else is not going to. It's important to have a competitive drive because um, there's always someone. I did an interview um, a little while back, 
in one of my interviews I had stated, uh, um, if you ain't tired, you ain't working because somebody's always getting better than you, right? So you got to be competitive because it keeps you on the cutting edge. What could I do to get better? What must I do to get better? Um, is there anything that I can do to sharpen up my skills? So the competitive edge, competitive nature keeps you on the cutting edge. I love that you said that if you ain't tired, you ain't working. You know, mm -hmm. you got to keep yourself sharp, right? Um, mm -hmm. So that competitive drive, you would say, is necessary in anything in life, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. All right. So now I just want to touch a little bit on the spiritual side because radiating change is all about touching on both the natural and the spiritual. That's what sets this podcast aside from other podcasters. So I thought about how the Bible tells us how we have to become all things to all men to whom we may save one day, right? Mm -hmm. A religious-minded individual will take that <laughs> and take it literal, where, okay, yeah. now I got to be dropping it like it's hot and do sliding down a pole once. and mm -hmm. tossing it back, and it, it, it's mm -hmm. about to be lit in yeah. order for me to draw someone to Christ. Mm -hmm. What is your mm -hmm. thoughts on that? Um. First of all, anybody that's doing that is not is not spiritual at all. You feel what I'm saying? Because spiritually, that scripture, I have become all things to all men that I may be able to save some, uh, simply means I have to go through some things, uh, and whether it be in every category of life, whether it be a felt relationship, whether it be um, uh, heartaches of, of uh, um, losing a child, things of that nature. I went through all of those things right. that I may be able to witness and help someone who has gone through those things as well. The people that's, that, that is doing the dropping like this high, popping bottles, doing those things, they're doing it because that's something that they really want to do. It had nothing to do with Christ. Like, they're just using God's word to try to manipulate the, the fact of this is what I'm doing, what God said it was okay. No, he never did. You understand? So right. they're using it because that's something what they really want to do and what they really should be doing is just going through life journey. Life is right. going to teach you all things. Like I have became all things to all men. I have life taught me that I didn't willingly, you know, have a failed relationship. I didn't willingly want to lose a child. Um, none of this stuff was willing. Life has taught me that, but I've came, I've overcome those things. So when you get ready to go through it, I can help you out. Absolutely. And I'm glad that you mentioned a little bit of, um, you know, some of your experience, you touched lightly on it. Um, it's important that we all have a point of reference if we're going to be effective in anything mm -hmm. that we do. We need to be um, transparent, one, I believe, I feel, mm -hmm. you know, um, and also have some reference point to relate back to, you know, because mm -hmm. that's like someone trying to tell me about being married and you've never been married before in your life. You know, or and you don't have anybody, you know, mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. someone trying to tell me how to be a mother and you've never given birth mm -hmm. at all. You know, it's like, mm -hmm. what can you really say? You know, so I'll take it yeah, as absolutely. a grain of salt, even mm -hmm. if I would take it at all. But um, just to refer back to the topic of are you a player on the court or are you a referee? I want to mm -hmm. go into what a referee is, right? Mm -hmm, so a referee is simply someone who is in place of authority on the court mm -hmm. or on the field, right? They're responsible for presiding over the game from a neutral point of view, 
right? Mm -hmm. They there and they have to make on the fly decisions that enforce the rules of the sport, including like sportsmanship decisions, or if they got to eject the person off the game, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. One of the definitions that I like that I found, it says a referee is a person whose opinion or judgment is sought in some connection or who Mm -hmm. is referred to for a decision in dispute. Mm-hmm. That was from the Oxford um, Dictionary. I want to know from you because you're on the court, right? Like you, you MC and you, you out there on the mic at mm-hmm. Rucker, and I'm sure you see a lot of different plays and a lot of different stuff that goes on on the court, yeah. or in a lot of calls being called by the referee. Some yeah. which the crowd could agree with, and some, you mm-hmm. know, it's like your ref. Mm-hmm. What are you doing, right? Yeah, what are you doing? Um, <laughs> Right. So I want to know from you, um, when you hear that definition, a person whose opinion or judgment is sought in some connection, how can we refer that to our spiritual walk in Christ? Well, um, a, a person that read that, say that title, um, the definition one more time. A person, a person whose that, opinion, opinion or judgment okay. is sought in some connection. Like, um, uh, the first and foremost, we have to understand a referee is just to maintain control of the game. You understand? That's all he's really there to do. Enforce the rules and maintain control of the game. Unfortunately, we have some bad refs and we have some good refs. And right. me, my, my sport that I love to play, and, I, and I'm always on the basketball court and outside Rucker Park, of course, is basketball. You have your, your, your good refs and you got your refs that's just happy to be there. And what people fail to understand is that the and the title, the definition says it all. It says, um, the opinion. Opinion means you're human, right? It's, it's mm-hmm. not, you gotta have, they bring the humanity side to it, you understand? But it's it's frustrating at times because what my eyes seen, you didn't see. But you, if I can remember that you're human, right. then I, could, I, I won't get so frustrated, even though it's easy to get there. The right. way we tie that into into our spiritual walk is we have to go to whom the person's opinion matters. You understand? Right. Oftentimes, we go to people who we want to hear what we want to hear, our tickling ears, things that's going to get our minds and our ears uh, happy. Well, you're right. They shouldn't have did this. Or you're right. They shouldn't have said that. But no one's saying what you did wrong or what you did right when we need to start inquiring and godly counsel and seeking people who's going to give us the truth, you know, I see where you're coming from, but if you would have done this differently, you should have did that. That's what we need. That's the referee we need to refer to. And oftentimes a lot of people say, well, we go to Christ, we go to God. That's cool. And and, and truth of the matter is God uses people. So who is your leader? You understand? Seek your leader and, and, and let them hear what you have to say and hear what they have to say because God put them, put you under their tutelage for a reason. So you have to put yourself in a position to hear. It's not so much what we want to say. Nine times out of 10 is what we need to hear. You understand that we can hear right, then we'll be all right. We're not hearing right in today's day and age. We're not hearing right. And we're blaming everybody but ourselves. Absolutely. I agree. You know, and you know, the the scripture comes to mind to be careful how you hear, you know, Mm -hmm. you, you just spoke about how, um, how people have those itchy ears, like they'll go to ones who I call them the co-signers, mm-hmm. you know, absolutely the co-signers. They, they're going to go to the co-signers. They agree with everything you say, you mm-hmm. know, they're going to, they're going to applaud everything you say, 
they go mm-hmm. they they the ones that put the battery in your back so to speak facts, you know to facts. get you going and then mm-hmm. what's crazy about that is you'll find yourself so far on going like the energizer bunny and mm-hmm. you look around them cosigners ain't there because no now you be out talking. there by yourself all alone mm-hmm. all alone so mm-hmm. that's why you know i was just thinking about that title are you a player on the field or are you a referee and the reason that came to mind is because you know you did a live on ig and you was talking about and you was just sharing your thoughts about um your concerns and you was a little irritated with all that that was going on you know as Mm -hmm. a black man right Mm -hmm. and i was listening to you speak and you had different ones on there and i was like oh my god this is so true Mm -hmm. as far as the injustice that's going on and why it is for the love of me i still don't get why would people um tear up their neighborhoods or where they live at you know Mm -hmm. in areas in which jobs are there for the people in your community right so um that's when the thought of are you a player on the field Mm -hmm. or a referee because now we have a choice absolutely which role are you choosing are you going to play to play are you going to be the mm-hmm. player on the field are you going to do what everybody else is doing mm-hmm. or are you going to ref you know like kind of have somewhat control you're going to stay neutral but still be in that authoritative place to mm-hmm. make wise decisions and wise choices mm-hmm. what is and often time often time what people fail to understand like the looters and the, the black the black lives matters movement um, first and foremost, I'm all for the movement, right. but we, I always tell people, you're only allowed to respond. You're not allowed to react. And that's what Thank I was you. talking about on my live is that you're allowed to re- respond, never react because they're expecting us to react a certain way. But if I respond with an intellect and intelligence, it forces them, it forces their hand to do right. And what people, the topic is, are you a player on the court or you're a referee? Um, and, and what people got to start to understand is that sometimes you're neither. Some people is mm-hmm. not a player or a referee. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people is just bench players, and some people is just coaches. Do you understand? Like, mm-hmm. if if you're gonna be in this in this Black Lives Matter movement with the police police brutality that's been going on, um, you talking about no, I'm doing this because I'm tired of it. Then your best thing you need to do is huddle up with your coach and find a strategic plan on how to win the game. Because winning the game, looting is what they expect us to do. That's reacting. And, and we have to do a better job and, and responding. And we got to respond with a strategic plan. Sometimes saying nothing is the best thing. Oh, yes. If we march to Capitol Hill and, and our voices is, and we say absolutely nothing, but we stand there, mm-hmm. that means something. You understand mm-hmm. that, that? That signifies something. And then we all have to find one voice. It can't be, well, I want the Black Lives Matter movement to be purple and black. I don't want it to be yellow and black. Right. What does it matter? You understand? Our voices all have to be the same. And unfortunately, our voices, well, as of right now, our voices is, is kind of connect. You understand? But we got to continue to do what we have to do and um, keep marching forward and be that. If you're going to be a player, listen to your coach. You understand? If you're going to be a referee, the referee the game the proper way. And what I mean by refereeing is keep control. Hey, listen, I understand y'all frustrated. I understand y'all want to make a, some noise, but let's yeah. try it this way. Right. Let's not let's not overreact. Let's try it this way. And we'll get places. And I think that's so important too. Like um those who are in those leadership positions within the community, within, you know, our government officials and so forth, you know, like 
gaining that control of being very mindful. Now you spoke about respond and react, and that's something you know I, I stress to my sons all the time. Mm -hmm. Don't be mm -hmm. quick to react. You have to respond. Mm -hmm. Why? Because yeah. when you're responding, you're taking a moment to think. You gotta mm -hmm. think stuff through. And I just feel like during these times, you know, people are not really thinking, they're just reacting. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a conversation with uh my husband's aunt the other day and she's an older woman and and she was asking me she was like hey what are your thoughts you know and i told her i said look at this point my position i'm just mm -hmm. gonna continue to pray that's mm -hmm. it you know mm -hmm. yeah i'm all for black lives matter yes they do matter mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. and it's so much um that as a community as a race as a whole that we've suffered mm -hmm. you know but i think sometimes our generation forget Mm -hmm. how much or you know and i'm not saying all for those of you who are listening and those of you who can be very um judgmental i'm saying there are some of us who forget you know i saw a video of a young lady and she was just like against the whole movement and she was just so and she was a black woman and i'm li mm -hmm. listening and i'm like oh my god you know it just it, it's just beyond me some of the mm -hmm. things the people um, would say and do so that way they can be accepted. Mm -hmm. by and those society. are the people don't I don't have. Wrong. They don't want to be right. They just want to, everybody like them. Yeah, no, those are the people that I don't, I don't even put energy to because you're not getting, you're not getting what it is. Like if it has nothing to do with, like, let's just say, for example, she don't have no kids. Let's just say that in particular black, they don't have a son, don't right. have a daughter. Yeah, then it has nothing to do with you. If you don't want to, then then this is this movement is not for you. But you're not going to suppress everybody else's voice. You know right. understand? You're not going to put me on mute. You understand? Right. Once again, I probably won't be out there marching. That's probably not my, my me protesting is not probably it. I got a daughter, one on the way. I have a, I have a wife that I have to come home to. Me being right. out there marching is probably not safe because I may not make it home. You understand? You. So you got to be Absolutely. you got to use wisdom. But my voice is being heard. I got my social media that I'm always talking about. Right. You understand? Um, I talk about how us us people have to be come together. Let's figure out a better way. It's it is what it is. But we can't allow other people to suppress our voice. If it, the movement is not for you, the movement is not for you. You understand? Right. By all means, that's on you. But I'm still gonna say what I want to say when I want to say it, how I want to say it. And anybody else is allowed to do that. Freedom of speech. Right. right. You know, and that's the thing we all have that liberty, that freedom, mm -hmm. you know? So I was mm -hmm. expressing to my husband's aunt, I said to her, well, how do you feel? And she said simply, she said, I'm tired. She said, I did the marches. I did the rallies. I did the sit-ins. Mm -hmm. I'm tired. And she mm -hmm. said, if I'm, she said, I'm waiting for God to raise someone up with a different solution. And mm -hmm. I was like, amen, because if you continue to do the same thing over and over, you're going to get the same results. Same results. Until mm -hmm. you do something different, mm -hmm. and you'll get a different outcome, right? Absolutely. And that was her thing. She said, I'm just tired. And it was just kind of disheartening to hear from an older person, they're mm -hmm. tired, you know? Mm -hmm. and, she, and she expressed, she said, I just wish people from her generation will really sit down and speak to their children and their grandchildren and express to them in depth the realness of what 
this movement is really about because some Absolutely. people just take it as oh fences george floyd you know oh i'm gonna you know protest mm-hmm. because i'm i didn't agree with that and okay mm-hmm. fine you know and and, and, and mm-hmm. i tell people all the time like you george floyd is just one right brianna taylor is another you mm-hmm. feel what i'm saying we got i'm a dudiallo that i don't think we got you know what i mean justice on that sean right. bell think we got Sean Bell got killed on his the, the, on his wedding day. This said I do. You understand? Mm-hmm. Um, um, uh, uh, Trayvon Martin. You know, what I mean, just mm-hmm. a young kid who who was had skittles in Arizona and he got killed by yeah in a hoodie. You feel what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's just like, are, are we gonna stop at George Floyd or are we gonna keep the voice going? And that's what it's become. You feel what I'm saying? Right. That's where my question. And I'm I'm with your I'm with uh, uh, your husband's aunt. Because I'm I'm tired as well. I'm tired of the back and forth. Like, what's going to change? Right. What's the solution? What's going, yeah. What's the solution? And mm-hmm. at this point, at this point, I really just thank God for His peace. Because if I ain't have it, I I probably would have been bugging out. You understand? I know that's and right. I shoot everything smoking, but that that's not <laughs> that's not me. You feel right. what I'm saying? I I'm trying to live. I'm trying to live and leave a legacy rather than leave one undaunted. You understand? Right. So, that's Hopefully awesome. We some change. Amen. I agree. You know, and it's, you know, being a mother of three sons every day, like whenever we turn the news on, and that's one thing, like I haven't really been watching the news like that. Well, like I'm if you don't pop up that. on my IG about it, like I don't really try to dig too much into it because I'm trying to keep my spirit man free, you know, and I, and I have a, and I had to do a curve and event. <laughs> <laughs> right and that was like years ago like i don't i don't have i don't want to say the patience because i do have patience it's just that i have a choice to choose what i want to feed my spirit man or not absolutely you know absolutely. i don't want to be toxicated by all the negativity not saying mm-hmm. i'm not going to make myself aware i'm aware mm-hmm. of what's going on but Maybe people are not realizing the effects it's even having on the children. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was you or someone else. It was posted a, a, a clip and it was a little boy in his driveway bouncing a basketball and he saw a cop car and immediately he hid behind his parents' Jeep, his parents Jeep until yeah. the cop car passed and then went yeah. back to bouncing the ball. I was like, Oh my goodness. And, and, and what really bothers me about that is it's in the comfort of his own home. Supposedly. Yes the comfort of his own home. This is where mom and dad worked hard to get a house for you to, right. to, to do this. And you have to do it with your eyes behind your head. You understand? Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's a shame. I don't, I don't watch the news like I stated. I haven't watched the news since the last time I had to do a currently rant and that was in high school sometime. Like, that's just me. I don't even watch the news when it comes to sports because if your team lose, that's bad news. Nothing good on the news. Like, there's nothing good. <laughs> On the news, I don't watch it um, for the first time in a long time. My daughter, um, I was scrolling through the channels and she seen us, same colored people, mm-hmm. black people looting. And the first thing she asked is, why are they doing that? I shouldn't have to explain to my daughter, right. three-year-old, why black people is acting a pure fool. You right. understand? And, and I got to somewhat do it in a way where she can understand it. So, you know me, I changed the topic. This is not a topic of conversation at the moment. You right. know what I mean? And I, I touch on it a little bit, never nothing too heavy because right. I don't need that going in her brain. But exactly. these are these are things that we have to really look out for, man. And it's sad. We have to do a, a better job. This is 
this is where the topic coming to play. Are you a player on the court? Are you a referee in the stands? Right. You understand? Like you going, you going, you going to referee the game to help us make a change, or you going to be a player to help us make a change, or if mm-hmm. not, then be a spectator. But if you're going to be a spectator, you're not allowed to talk about what's going on in the game. Right. Like that's just not because you ain't making no change. Right. You understand that because mm-hmm. you're not making no change, then and just do that and just watch, just watch it, watch right. it make a change. But don't right. jump on the bandwagon when the change happen either. Exactly, because mm-hmm. we have those type of people as yes, we well. Do. But um, but yeah, you know, it's it's a great concern, and I found myself, you know, as a mother, and even as a wife, you know, just mm-hmm. concerned, like just really praying heavily for my husband, praying for you, praying for our dad, praying for all yep. of the males in our lives, my sons, mm-hmm. you know. And I was just thinking, like, wow, God you are so wise you know mm-hmm. my our, my oldest son he was preparing to go do his driver's license and everything and what happened mm-hmm. quarantine and mm-hmm. he was a little irritated he was a little frustrated he was like dad mom you know i really just want to go do my driver's test i'm trying to have my license before my birthday in the summer you know and mm-hmm. i wanted this mm-hmm. that and the third and i let him vent and i let him talk and i said you know what son you know everything happens for a reason mm-hmm. you know and I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm thankful to God mm-hmm. that this did happen for his mm-hmm. safety. You know, mm-hmm. not that it all happened where, you know, all of this craziness is going on, but it caused him to just stop for a moment because he was moving mm-hmm. too fast, you yeah. know, just trying to get stuff done too fast. Mm-hmm. And it helped him to realize, all right, I understand the importance of getting my driver's license, but when it's time, it's time. Yeah, you it'll know, be it'll be there absolutely. It is, right, it'll still be there because it was mm-hmm. to the point he's like, "Ma, do you have any connections with the DMV? You know anybody? Yeah, yeah. You know?" And I'm like, "Son, mm-hmm. we're not even gonna use that connection." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that that connection is going. Your driver's license is gonna be <laughs> expired <laughs> in two months if you go that route. <laughs> you right, know you know. Yeah, definitely. But it's you know all of these concerns and all of this, and I'm like, God, thank you, because what if my son was driving the car or going to the grocery store for me to pick up mm-hmm. milk or whatever and gets pulled mm-hmm. over. You know, the mm-hmm. conversations I sat there and had with my sons and all with my husband and, you know, as a wife, sometimes having to just be silent and let my husband speak to yeah. the man in my sons, you mm-hmm. know, I would dismiss myself because mm-hmm. um, as I was sharing in another episode with our dad, you know, mm-hmm. that's going to be aired on um, Father's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it hurts. Like, it's like, okay, I hear you. I know it has to be strong, but let me mm-hmm. just walk away. Let mm-hmm. you do the whole father-son thing mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. the mom in me is going to want to be like, it's all right, son. And, Compassion, and, yeah, that's, yeah, that's the nature. Right, and I think, too, in our society, we don't have enough of that. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we have too many mama's boys, so to speak, where mm-hmm. nobody could take nothing. Yeah. It's yeah. like, when are the real men going to really step mm-hmm. up and rise up and, and make a decision? Like, okay, in mm-hmm. your home, are you the player or are you referent? Yeah. <laughs> Which one yeah, are you doing? Yeah. yeah. Some, some of them want to be, want to be a little bit of everything. It's, it's, it's either one, man. You can't, you can't be your kid's friends and parent. Like, you got to be parent or than friend. And the reason why I said or and friend is because if you're going to be the father, then be the father. But if you're going to be the friend, be the father first. Right. You understand? If you're going to be the mom, be the mom. If you're going to be the friend, be the mom first. 
because all like my dad is is one of my best friends. My mom is one of my best friends, but um, I never I know how to separate the two from friend and mom. Right. You understand, know friend and dad. So we have to be and, and during my talk, I, I talked about uh, the OGs of the world, or quote unquote, on the, of the streets. Mm-hmm. The OGs. What are you teaching? You probably teaching the young gun. Yeah, go out there and and, and, and do this and do that. That's not that ain't working your time. It ain't gonna work in our time. Like exactly, we we need to figure something else out. Opportunities to do that now. You know what I mean? We just a lot of laws that's been set in place for us. So let's figure out a way. There's a loophole in everything. We just gotta yes. figure out a better way. You understand? Absolutely. People gotta be better players and better reps and better yes. coaches. Yes. And not saying that we're not good. At, we're not good. We're just not good enough. Right. Right. You're not good enough. And when you're not good, it's all right with not being good enough. Get in the gym, <laughs> work on your craft, and get better. That's, that's all that's it. all it requires. That's it. It goes back to being that having that competitive drive, you Absolutely. know, being willing to discipline yourself. And I think that's the biggest thing. No one wants to be disciplined, right? Absolutely. Whether it be in the things of God or in the things of the world, like we as a people, we it's easy for us to sit back and start talking right? Mm -hmm. Versus doing. And Mm -hmm. reason being is because when you have to do, it's going to cost you something. Like for me to get up every day to do what I do, because I'm working towards my goals that Mm -hmm. I've set in place for myself that God has given me for Mm -hmm. my life to fulfill my purpose. I I ask God every day, what is my assignment for today? What what is it that you want me to fulfill? on this day, in this mm-hmm. moment, you know, and he will begin to show me little by little things that come up or I'll get a call, you know, I may mm-hmm. have to minister to somebody or I may have to correct some things in some areas, but I'm fulfilling my purpose. And mm-hmm. we have to think about, especially when it comes to this whole racism and everything, what God said in his word in the beginning mm-hmm. in Genesis, he said how mm-hmm. God created man in his own image. In, in the image of God, he created him, male and female. He mm-hmm. created them. And when mm-hmm. he created us, he created us equally. He didn't say the black man. He didn't mm-hmm. say the white man. He didn't mm-hmm. say whatever race you are. He mm-hmm. said male and female. female. And mm-hmm. by doing so, it's like it's showing me that every person that God created was done intentionally by God equally. Mm-hmm. And that we have value and that we have purpose. So every mm-hmm. form of racism, by definition of what racism is, all of that has to be dismissed. Facts. It has to be rejected, you know. And, absolutely. Um, did you want to say something about that? No, absolutely, man. Um, um, God created us in the likeness of his image. You understand? Like, we, we just have to figure, once again, we have to understand it comes to a point where who you know who you are in God. Right. This is why this whole COVID stuff, this is why this whole quarantine stuff, um, it don't it really didn't bother me, you understand? Only thing that really bothered me was I'm an outside person, I'm not a homebody, so you shut down New York, I couldn't do nothing, but <laughs> it don't bother me to not want to do anything. It just becomes to a point of it's like I know who I am in God, so there's certain things that's not gonna frustrate me. Such right. as this Black Lives Matter thing. Yeah, I had a, I had, I got pulled over by the police, um, and, and a black officer was the most disrespectful officer out of the, out of the out of the the the, the pair. 
-hmm. You understand? So I'm a belittle, disrespect, and I, I'm cracking up. Like, I'm laughing because I know what you're trying to do. You want a reaction out of me. I'm not right. going to give you a reaction. Right. I'm only going to give you a response. Now, when I came home, I flipped. I let my anger out. Mm -hmm. That's when I could, re I could react at home. You understand? Mm -hmm. Because I, 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 I didn't give them what they wanted. You understand? Right. But it didn't phase me because I know who I am and who you think I am is not who I am. I'm not a regular quote unquote uh, uh, partner of the language. I'm not just a, a nigga. You understand? Right. I'm an intelligent young black man who knows the ins and outs of life. You know, or trying right. to be a successful, um, a bottom, lower bottom citizen, the best mm -hmm. of my ability. And, mm -hmm. and it sucks that uh, people really don't know who they are in Christ. When you know who you are in Christ, certain things don't phase you. Right. And we're starting to see the true believers, the ones that claim Christ, like the um the 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 man that was possessed with the demon. He said, "Paul, I know, mm -hmm. God, I know, but who are you? You right. understand? You false claiming. You know what I mean? You set tripping. That's what they're called. Right. You false claiming. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you false flagging. Absolutely. So some people know, like you ain't about that God life, like you right. say you are. You understand? Right. And, and those who, who are, they know. They know. And, and that's they the thing. The Bible says you'll know them by their fruit. You don't Facts. have to announce, I'm a Christian. I'm a C-H-R-A-S-T-I-A-N. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that song? You know, you don't have to go around singing that song yeah. and letting yeah. people yeah. know that when you walk through a door. You know, when yeah. I go to places, I don't have to be like, oh, I'm a co-pastor, first lady. and yeah. I don't have to say any of that. I'd rather I, them not I, know that anyway. Absolutely, me too. Yeah. I'd rather just be a regular person uh -huh. because people then now is like all eyes on you. Let's see what you Yeah, they put a stigma on you. Yeah. And they do it on do. purpose. They do it on right. purpose. Like, you know good and well you're going to put this in front of me and you want to see what I'm going to do only because I said I'm a pastor. <laughs> right. And I mean, that's, that's, I, don't, I do not say nothing. I do not. I, I'd rather not because when you not know who I am, then I get the real you. Yes. Because I get a lot of phony people that, oh, yes. well, I'm a, I'm a bishop too. What? Yeah. All right. You know what I mean? When you going to put the <laughs> henny down there? You're like, oh, well, you know, God turned water into wine. Goodbye. Like, yes. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get those, those, I don't get those people my energy. Because once again, I'm, I got to figure out what I'm going to do for me and mine. You understand? Right. As an associate pastor, we are, and co-pastor, you know, we have a people that follow us, that follow our lead. Yeah. You don't, I don't have time to put the energy, that amount of energy into that because I got people that's looking. I got people that's right. watching. I got people that I have to be ready for right. just in case they ask. You right. understand? So people are hilarious. You understand? It, but you're right. I don't, we don't go around doing it. That's a no, fact. What for? And then, like, mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but do you get those <laughs> people? Like, it happens all the time. I could be in the supermarket, you know, mm -hmm. and people just staring you down. It's like going aisle by aisle. I don't. And you know me, like my face, mm -hmm. y'all, those yeah. of y'all who are listening, my face still needs deliverance. So y'all continue <laughs> to keep me in prayer in reference of yeah. that. God has been working on me when it comes to mm -hmm. my facial okay. expressions. Yeah. But he ain't done yet. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, but I would look and, and I would go to my husband like, hey, like, is there something on my face? Like, what's mm -hmm. it? Do, is, do I look weird or something? Like, why mm -hmm. is this person in my face and he will always say don't worry about it just stay focused i'm like all mm -hmm. right so i will get whatever groceries i need and lo and behold right when i'm getting ready to leave out i gotta be on the line the same individual and they're like i apologize but it's just something different about you and i was mm -hmm. just trying to figure out so please excuse me from you know staring at you and i'm and then in myself i'm like lord thank you that i didn't act mm -hmm. a fool 
in yeah. the supermarket like what you're looking yeah. at yeah, yeah. <laughs> why are you in my face you know <laughs> so again it goes back to what you and i was talking about you know having that choice you know yeah. how are we gonna um carry ourselves conduct ourselves are we gonna be quick to react or are we gonna take a moment to respond like what choices are we gonna take even in mm -hmm. with all of this injustice that's going on what role are you gonna take um and, my and mind to, mm -hmm. go ahead just to touch on that real quick you mentioned choices and that's what we as a people have to figure out like you have a choice i i get so frustrated when i hear a young black man say but my father wasn't involved but you're 47 years old brother yeah we know your father ain't been involved like when are you going to stop that you 47 you keep saying your your father left you at six you 47 that's the excuse you're using you mean to tell me you're gonna uh, incapacitate yourself that's really what you're doing and some people really don't that's what they live with and i i, I sit there and I, I i try to help them out through it some people you able to help some people you can't but we, we have a choice to make and the choice of using excuses is not going to work and you know how pops always say right. we don't make excuses we make adjustments we grew up on that we yeah. do not make excuses we make the necessary adjustments of that because right. we didn't have any wiggle room for excuse it was just one of those things like don't even come with me with mm -hmm. any excuse so if you're gonna come to me come to me correct be accountable mm -hmm. and be responsible and i thank god for that because it held us to a certain level of accountability yes you know like okay who wrote the name on the super nintendo game <laughs> yeah, you, yeah i think it was yeah. our sister right wasn't she that? of she course wrote she that. yeah she wrote i'm not writing on that that is that kind is of talking about that. you on the podcast but <laughs> you'll yeah, hear about yeah. it later but yeah, yeah, yeah you know yeah. like are you gonna take ownership Mm -hmm. Or are you going to sit there and just see like, well, it says Larry. Larry yeah, uh -huh, you know, yeah, and uh -huh, things, uh -huh. got in trouble for that. And then after yeah, that, sure oh, I'm sorry. Like, mm -hmm. wait, what just yeah, happened? Yeah, after the, the damage is done. <laughs> right. <laughs> Ain't no coming back from that. Nah, 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 I'll leave it a little bit. Um, but my mind goes to um, James chapter 2, uh, verse 12 and 13. I'm going to read the Amplified version. I just like how it Mm -hmm. um, speaks the scripture and mm -hmm. it says speak and act consistently as people who are going to be judged by the law of liberty that moral law that frees obedient Christians from the bondage of sin but judgment will be merciless to the one who has shown no mercy but to the mm -hmm. one who has shown mercy mercy triumphs victoriously over judgment and I mm -hmm. thought about that scripture and I'm like, wow, God, like you are so wise and, and even how you use the different ones to write the books in the Bible and to put the scripture mm -hmm. and the word in there. Like it's just mm -hmm. a reference point to us on how we have to speak and how we should be consistent and how um, it says as obedient Christians from the bondage of sins, like he freed us from the mm -hmm. bondage of sin so we don't have to entangle ourselves up again with the yoke mm -hmm. of bondage right Facts. the 13 verse says but judgment will be merciless mm -hmm. merciless the message version says um talk and act like a person expected to be judged i was mm -hmm. like come on message version because <laughs> people don't do that 
people just uh, talk and act any kind of way and then it says yeah. that sets us free for if you refuse to act kindly you can hardly expect to be treated kindly and i want to stop mm -hmm. there because people and you correct me if i'm wrong maybe you don't see this but i see this all the time people walk around with the spirit of entitlement like you gotta be nice you gotta um acknowledge me so to speak like mm -hmm. okay hello <laughs> how are you yeah, that's, that's all, all you're I'm, getting because that's all I'm, I, I'm really only required to just love you that's it i ain't that's, gotta speak if i don't want to right you we don't have to have conversations if we don't have any first of all i don't know you i don't know you that. you know like now i get what the scripture is saying you know mm -hmm. to be mm -hmm. kind you know um if you refuse to act kind don't expect to be treated kindly i get that you reap what you sow yes we should be kind we should show love because again you just said it that's what the bible instructs us to do mm -hmm. that's the only thing we owe people is love right that's it. in this world that's we're it. not doing that it says in the mm -hmm. ending part of it in the message version kind mercy wins over harsh judgment every time mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. even in, with all of this that's going on, you know, my heart goes out to every family that was affected um, mm -hmm. by whether they lost a loved one or even maybe in their own home is like those triggers is coming back of when they were younger and then they yeah. fought and they walked. Like, you know, mm -hmm. I did a post and I thought about our grandfather. Um, I was watching the movie Just Mercy mm -hmm. and um my emotions was just like, it was like a roller coaster. I was just like, oh mm -hmm, my goodness, mm -hmm. I had to keep pausing the movie. And my husband's mm -hmm. like, babe, why did you pause? I was like, hold up, you don't understand. Like, my mind just went back to the time as a little girl when I used to go to grandma's house for mm -hmm. Black History Month because they would always give mm -hmm. us an essay or something to do. If you know anybody, mm -hmm. get information, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I would go to grandma's house and I would ask the questions like, hey, grandma, you know, they was brought up in Alabama, you know, mm -hmm. where it was segregation. You yeah. know, and she spoke about, you know, having to be separate and having mm -hmm. the things that weren't as nice as the other children. And, mm -hmm. you know, I thought about even our dad and our aunts who, um, in some cases, because of poverty, didn't mm -hmm. have shoes on their feet, yeah. you know, and they had to walk those dirt roads with grease mm -hmm. their foot up with lard and mm -hmm. walk to get mm -hmm. to school and different mm -hmm. things like that and i'm like mm -hmm. we have it so good today it's ridiculous yeah. but we yeah. don't fully understand um how blessed we truly are mm -hmm. we take it for granted and we only speak up like you were saying you know the bandwagon type of people oh because mm -hmm. we want to be a part of the cause it's like okay yeah. but if you're living a life that's already reflecting the mm -hmm. integrity you don't have to make a whole bunch of noise. You could just speak a yeah. couple of the words. And know? that's what it is. A lot of people is doing it for likes and follows. Like, right. doing it for likes and shares. And nobody's right. really doing it. Like, I'm only, I, I walk around with, this, with, with, uh, with the sense of entitlement because I know who my father is. Like, me right. understanding who God is. Like, I'm entitled to victory. I'm entitled to peace. I'm entitled to joy. But I have to walk with the integrity in order to obtain that. You understand? Right. I think about the scripture, I think it's First Corinthians 13. Um, I think the last scripture says, now abide faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these three is love. Right. You understand? Um, and, and like you said, that's what's not being displayed 
And once we can all get past that and stop with the crab and the babble mentality, mm -hmm. I'm not going to help this person get up because I want it all. If mm -hmm. we could all just start loving upon each other, this will all, 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 all go past and we can figure things out. I'm not right. saying it's going to fix it off the rip, but I know that's a start. Right. It's a start. And we all have a starting point. But now my question is to the people out there, like, what are you going to start? What are you going mm -hmm. to do? Like, this quarantine is a perfect time to start something new. Something. To build yourself, mm -hmm. whether it be your business, whether it be catching up on a book, whether it be maybe... um tending to your home, spending more time with your children, something. What are you doing during these times? Or mm -hmm. are you going to um, wallow in your sorrow, like, oh, mm -hmm. my job, or, oh, I don't have this, or I can't wait for a stimulus check? Like, no, you have to sometimes, if a door is not there or open, you can mm -hmm. build a door and walk through it, or you can kick a door down, okay? Mm -hmm. Like, you know my my story, you know, and it's like as so many doors I done built and walked through, you know, mm -hmm. and made for myself mm -hmm. by the grace of God. Because yeah. when He gives you something and is of God, you are now given total authority and total access to do what you've been called to do. And can mm -hmm. nobody tell you differently? Like you have to know without a shadow of a doubt that this is what you was called to do, and you're gonna do it because you are who God says that you are. That you can I have. Mean, I love what Joe Olstein say that I can have what it says I can have. I can yeah, do what it says. Because that's I can just, do, yeah. you know, it's affirming to you who you are. And I love that he does that with his congregation because it's yeah. a reminder. No, listen, you can have everything this Bible says that we yeah. are. Oh, yes, it's the promises of God. Yeah. We can have that. But that's the yeah. mentality. You know, what's my favorite saying? Change your mind, change, change your life. Your life. You yeah. know? But until that mindset has shifted and changed, you can't walk mm -hmm. in the fullness of what God has called you to be, natural and spiritually, you mm -hmm. know? So I just thank God, you know, even for this time, just to chat a little bit about um, just really having a choice, because that's what the title is about. Mm -hmm. You know, just yep. just what role are you playing? You know, just, mm -hmm. just having a choice and just mm -hmm. thinking about your purpose. You know, Absolutely. God fulfills his purpose for us. You know, he understands the purpose for our lives. We have to position ourselves to gain the understanding from mm -hmm. God so that we can walk in our God-given purpose. Absolutely. Educate yourself, people. Educate yourself, man. That's, that's it. You just educate yourself. You know, I'm not a school type of person, but every now and again, I read up on certain things. Educate yourself. You know what I mean? Allow God to do the work in your life. Stop trying to stop trying to be God and allow God to be God. He don't need your help. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? He don't yeah. need your help. Yeah, definitely. Thank you for having me. I definitely appreciate this opportunity to sit back, chop it up, and talk with you. Absolutely. Thank you so yeah. much for joining me on today. And I just want to say um, to those who are listening, if you want to look Larry up, you can find him on IG and Twitter. Um, his handle is at I am underscore Mike Larry. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and share, and support Radiating Change Podcast. You can follow my podcast at radiating underscore change on IG or visit linktree forward slash radiating change for more info. Know that your support helps Radiating Change Podcast to continue to create more podcasts. So I thank you in advance and always remember to radiate change. God bless you all.
Hey guys, guess what? Radiating Change now has radiating aromas. Go to radiatingaromas.com.